0: Today's episode is brought to you by LeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. If you're like me, being an entrepreneur is not a profession, it's a calling. The question is, is how do people like us share our message, our solution with the world? Simple through podcasting. How do we create a podcast that builds our brand awareness, grows our business, and transforms us into the leaders that our communities need? In this podcast, that's what we'll explore. My name is Cliff Duvenois, and this is Podcasting Decoded. Hey there, world changers. This is Cliff here. So we're in the middle of this little series that I'm putting on right now. This is going to be, uh, I believe, part three. And uh, just a quick recap. So Uh, I attended a conference and they asked one of these uh, multi-millionaire e-commerce website builder guys, you know, if you had to go back and and give yourself some younger advice, you know, what would be one thing that you would do? And his answer was simplify. And he talked about focusing on core four events or four core events for a particular website. And I've already talked about the sales system, uh, i.e., you know, the website, the offer, you're going to be putting together i've already talked about the uh, you know the ability to capture emails because people you know a lot of people that come to your website your funnel whatever aren't going to buy on the first purchase so what can you do to capture their information and the next thing that i want to focus on is the is the follow-up so you've got your funnel your website it is built it is out there and somebody comes along and they punch in their email address in exchange for your lead magnet, something of extreme value that they can use to make an immediate impact on their life, on their business, whatever that might be. Well, what are you going to say to them? <laughs> That's the topic of this particular uh, particular video. It, it, it goes without saying that it, it's not feasible to personally email every single person that gives in your email address. So whatever it is that you come up with, it's got to be in some kind of an automated process. Now, when I'm talking about an automated process, I, I would highly recommend that you take a look at a book called .com Secrets, and you can go to either Amazon or just type in .com Secrets because he, Russell Brunson, the author of the book, does a great job of mapping out uh, the follow-up sequences that you can use. And there's different types of sequences. Like he calls it like the soap opera sequence. There's the Seinfeld sequence. There's a whole bunch of different sequences out there. But really at the end of the day, your follow-up uh, sequence, your, your email chain that you're sending out the door, really is focusing on making sure that you're building a relationship with the person. It's not necessarily where they put in their email address and you automatically send them a coupon for 10% off. Uh, for For me, when that has happened in the past, uh, the results have been rather hit and miss. I mean, if I go to a website and I type in my email information and they say, oh, here's a coupon for 10% off. It's like, well, I really didn't see anything on your website I wanted to buy in the first place. So I don't know if 10% is going to do it or not. However, comma, if they would have came back to me and said something simple like, did you know that this product here can cure, you know, X, Y, Z, right? Whatever whatever it might be. It could make your hair stronger. could... Uh, give you more definition, could help you lose weight, get six-pack abs, or you know something along those lines. Something where it tells me a story and a little bit about the people that are behind it. Right? Hey, you know I was hiking through the Himalayan mountains and I came across this wise man there who had this spice that he cooked with, and this dude was ripped like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator, and it was amazing. And he only worked out two days a week, and he had this amazing physique, and it was incredible, and he taught me this, and he taught, you know, some kind of a story, something or another that you're you're working on building that relationship with the people over a series of days or weeks or whatever it is. And there are some people, and a jury is out on this, so it really depends on you and your industry. There are some marketers out there that they believe in emailing every single day. Uh, you're communicating every single day. You're sharing a story every single day. And then there's other people that are like, well, you know, maybe you really shouldn't bother them so much. Maybe you could email them like two or three days uh, initially at the beginning, but then maybe go down to once a week, whatever it is, Uh, whatever methodology you choose. I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. I mean, I've had highly engaged list that I have communicated with every single day. And then on a flip side of the coin, uh, I've only communicated with them once a week and they were highly engaged. So it really depends on... Uh, the The one thing being the the time commitment, and I know that when we're talking about these four core areas right he the 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 gentleman that that brought up this topic, his name is Dean, he talks about how you should not spend any more than one hour every single day on these topics, right And one hour, you may be thinking yourself, oh my God, that's not a lot of time, but you know what if you dedicated an hour every day for a month that's thirty hours. That you invested, and if you do it over a year, that's 360 hours. This right here, to me, is a sign of real mastery. If you're focusing on, you know, creating compelling email content, uh, getting you know your your message out to people, communicating, building that relationship, you're tweaking as you go. You're learning new skill sets. You're you're, you're uh, consuming uh emails that are coming your way. You know, what are they saying? Are, are they are they converting better than you are? Could you do some, you know, AB testing, you know, and and just work on on those little things that you can do in your email sequence that is going to to help you be of service to your customer and, you know, to to get you paid for it. So, really at the end of the day, it's, you know, focusing on that follow-up sequence. There's a ton uh, of templates out there to use and of course the ones that seem to be doing really well. Uh, are you know templates that you have to pay for uh, if you want to do that there are copywriters out there that will write them for you but man alive are they expensive uh, there, there is some software I have seen out there like funnelscripts.com that you can go and again you're you're going to pay a little bit of money for it but it'll actually customize and write the scripts for you which is actually kind of cool so uh, with those things being said Uh, you know, nail that follow up sequence, somebody gives you an email address, whatever pattern that might be, whether you're, you know, writing every single day or writing every other day, and what is what is the message that you want to send? What are the stories that you want to send, you know, and uh, they talk about this um, in uh, the dot com secrets. And it's, it's a series that I myself am a big fan of, where um, there are uh, core stories that you share initially, right? So one of them, would be your origin story right what why are you doing this you know what why are you in this particular business what is what was your personal calling like uh to to get you to you know do whatever it is that you do you know so whether it's helping people generating leads from podcasts or doing cbd products or or whatever that might be uh, but you know your origin story what what does that look like? the second thing of course is the vehicle why is this vehicle the the best why why do I think podcasting uh is is the best for lead generation? you know what is it about podcasting that uh you know that I find you know what is my story behind it how did i uh the saying goes how did you learn it or earn it? you know you share that story you know this is this is how I got into podcasting these are these are my experiences with podcasting uh and of course, from there, it's knocking down one of the internal beliefs, so a lot of the times people might say like for instance. Uh, If you're in, you know, if you're in CBD and somebody comes to you and says, yeah, well, that's marijuana. You know, that is a belief. That's, that is, uh, that is a belief that has to get knocked down. You know, what do you say? I mean, and I've got, you know, I know friends that use CBD products and are like, there's no, you know, THC, there's nothing that's going to make you high in these products or anything else like that, you know, but it's, it's something that they themselves, they have to battle. So if you're going to go through all the effort of saying, Hey, you know, CBD, is the product. That is one of the beliefs that you'll have to knock it down is, you know, is this popular conception. Uh, And I say popular, not, not in a positive way. I'm saying popular is in like really well. Um, You know, it's, it's just, it's very common. Let's put it to you that way. Well, it's very common. A lot of people are saying these words, a lot of people are saying these terms, and a lot of people are just, you know, just saying these things. And so, you know, it's going out there picking an internal belief, whatever it is. So for me, for podcasting, for instance, the story that I share is the fact that a lot of people say that, what, that they don't have $4,500 to invest in equipment. That is an uh, internal belief. Uh, I'm sorry. Actually, that's an external belief, right? I don't have $4,500 to go out and buy the equipment. That is an external belief. But you still have to knock down the external beliefs. An internal belief might be somebody who thinks, well, you know, I, I'm not any good. Right, so in my particular case, I share a story about how I got started, how I started getting better at it, and how I just focus now on sharing stories. And you know, to back this up, I showcase famous people. Like for instance, uh, Tim Ferriss got the number one most uh, most uh, rated podcast on iTunes. It's the most downloaded. And you know what? You go take a look and listen to his first episode. It's really bad did it with Larry King. Larry King wasn't always Larry King. And there was a, there was a point in time where his first time on the radio, that little light turned on inside of the radio studio to let him know that he was live and he froze. You know, imagine that your first time on the air and you just freeze. Millions of people are listening to dead air, (laughs) you know? So uh, anyways, yeah. So, you know, those are the stories. It's the origin story. It's the uh it's the vehicle story. You know, why is this one particularly the best? Uh you're knocking down an internal belief, you're knocking down uh an external belief. And so, you know, when you get those four stories and you put those out there, you share those in an email, uh, right there, right, you know, right on the spot, you are <coughs> excuse me, communicating with the people that are coming in. Of course, you're doing it via email, but you're communicating with the people that are coming in and you're saying, hey, look, you know, here's you know, here's this and here's that. And this is why this product is really good. And this is how I learned it, or this is how I earned the knowledge. And then you share that you put that out there in some kind of an email sequence follow up. And then from there, it's a matter of, uh, you know, what they call it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the Seinfeld sequence, you know, it's every single, you know, day or every single week, you're just sharing a story. And that story could be You know, maybe somebody asked you a question or maybe, you know, you were taking your kids to school and somebody said something that made you really started thinking or whatever along those lines, whatever it is, you just continue to share those stories and you build that trust. You build that relationship with the, with the people. If you're doing this in a podcast format, which by the way, is great. Highly recommend it. When you send up your follow-up email sequences, uh, include a link to your podcast. You know, Hey, I talked more about this in this particular episode. You know, the more exposed people get to your content, the better. And if you're out there doing a deep dive in one of your podcast episodes, talking about something that you know you couldn't put in an email because you don't want to make your emails, you know, 20, 30 minutes to read, then, you know, stick it out there as a podcast. You know, let these people listen to it on their way to work, uh, which can be actually pretty cool. So uh, anyways, follow-up sequence, very important. Spend, Spend that time putting it together. Spend that time. Writing it, of course, you know you want to make sure that you've got some kind of a tool in place to automate that sequence as it's going out the door. Most uh, email platforms out there, like Mailchimp or Constant Contact, I myself I use ClickFunnels, uh, will allow you to send out uh, emails on some pre-programmed sequence. uh, Then when you know, those pre-programmed emails are done where you're trying to get people to buy and then you say, okay, I just want to put them on my regular emails going out the door. Uh, then the the system at the end of that sequence will just automatically add their email to a list and kind of go from there. But I, I know it's a little bit more technical. It is something that we talk about in the framework, uh, the podcast lead generation framework. And uh, yeah, just something a little bit, you know, just having it in place. Once you automate it, once you get it out there, once you build it, Uh, Just, you know, let it go. Collect data. How's it doing? Is it, is it, uh, are people converting? If they're not converting, what can you do to make it better? You know, what, you know, what, you know, copywriting techniques can you learn? What, what are some of the different words that you can use wording to get people to, you know, when they open up your email and they read it and they're like, you know what, I'm ready to move forward. You know, what, what can you do to add that? So uh, again, it's about, you know, taking that hour every single day and just getting better at it. So between you know, focusing on, you know, one hour with your sales system, one hour with, uh, you know, how to get better at capturing people's uh, information, their email address. And then finally, you know, one hour focusing on the, uh, uh, focusing on the follow-up, you know, the email follow-up going up at the door. So we're at three hours, you know, if you're working, you know, an eight-hour day, 10-hour day, 12-hour days, we've already eaten up three hours. And uh, by the time you take a, you know, lunch and, you know, your 50 bathroom breaks throughout the day, we're doing pretty good. So, (laughs) obviously, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Anyways, uh, that's all the time I got for today. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about traffic. Uh, That's a pretty big topic there, but uh, we're going to be discussing it at length. So uh, anyways, I will catch you guys in the next episode. Cheers. Bye.